Welcome to the Government Technology Insider podcast titled The Future for the Air Force Depends on Agility and Resilience at the Edge. I'm your host, Matt Langan. At the recent 2022 Rocky Mountain Cyberspace Symposium, leaders from the Air Force met with industry to discuss how to support the nation's airborne fighting force in an increasingly complex threat environment. And regardless of where the threat to U.S. national interest comes from, what is essential is that the Air Force remains agile and resilient. In this podcast, we take a closer look at the tech investment strategies that will enable the Air Force to be mission ready in a new era. And today we're joined by Heather LaCroix, who is the president of Kronos Operations and the general manager for Chiniga Technical Innovations, along with David Reeves, who is the managing client partner, Department of Defense at Verizon, to discuss this topic further. And Heather and David, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Matt. Good to be here. Yeah, likewise. Great to have you both. And let's go ahead and kick it off. And we'll start with Heather. Heather, I understand that you attended this year's Rocky Mountain Cyberspace Symposium in Colorado Springs. And really, what was top of mind for the Air Force this year at the conference? Yeah, I sure did. So it was really clear, you know, their focus was all about securing partnerships and technologies, not just, you know, through collaborating with the U.S. government, but also with our allies and industry partners their discussions, their panels, and primarily the focus of a lot of the industry partners who have boots at the event was all about cloud resiliency and collaboration. Excellent. Excellent. Let's switch over to David. David, so as global threats, the overall global threat environment, it really is growing more complex every day. So with this in mind, what challenges will the Air Force face? So great question, Matt. And, you know, The Air Force, knowing that these threats exist, has really gone about this in a couple of different ways. And one of those ways is developing a program and pilot called the Enterprise IT as a Service Program. Verizon, you know, along with other industry leaders, is supporting the Air Force's Enterprise IT as a Service Program by helping the Air Force trial commercial services and best practices across things like cloud, security, network infrastructure, along with managed and professional services. This gives them the opportunity to find best-of-breed technologies working across industry. Excellent. Heather, anything to add to this one? Yeah. So as we look at, you know, what the Air Force is trying to accomplish, as well as, you know, what's going on in the world, we hear it every day, we see it on the news, you know, sleeves up, elbow deep into it. One of their major focuses is also going to be that tactical edge cloud you know, making sure that our warfighters have the compute power, data analysis, and storage to get what they need, when they need it, where they need it. Great. So overall, really, IT investments will be a driving force to help the Air Force become more agile and resilient. So what are these IT investments? And we'll start with David on that one. So great question, Matt. You know, the Air Force is focused on digital transformation, much like a lot of the military. So when you think about it, the investments are really around software-defined networking, zero trust everything, a comprehensive data library, multiple, at least two, transmission paths for terrestrial, aerial, and space. They're focused on the ability to seamlessly transfer from one path to another. Um, AI and machine learning are going to be very, very big and important as we go forward. And then user-definable operating pictures, so operations, maintenance, and security are all investments and key critical focus areas that you will see 
the Air Force making investments in. Excellent. Thanks, David. Heather, anything to add to that one? I do. As the Air Force focuses on digital transformation, you know, one of the other priorities that they've announced through the year also involves velocity. You know, so as we talk about collaboration with industry, you know, there is an extra outreach because they want the best solutions, all the points David brought up quickly. So there's partners, you'll see partnerships with the Air Force, with industry members supporting the federal government already, as well as industry members who are supporting commercial, federal, state and local customers so that we can bring the solutions together to the government as quickly as possible. Excellent. And how do 8A businesses support these initiatives overall? And actually, Heather, we'll stick with you on this one. Yeah. So 8A businesses, you know, we're doing work. They're all over the federal government in different aspects. The socioeconomic set-aside allowed by the Small Business Administration for 8A gives the government a very streamlined acquisition capability. So there's regular 8As, but then you also have organizations that are considered super 8As. So a lot of them would be Alaska Native Corporations, tribal entities, Native Hawaiian organizations. And so super 8As have very high thresholds for sole source contracting. Uh, within DOD, it could be up to $100 million without a JNA. Uh, outside OD, it's about uh, $6 million, I think, right now. They just changed the threshold. But those large ceilings allow the government to work one-on-one with 8A companies who are doing work in the government. They have the expertise. They have the experience you know, bring them to the table quickly. You know, when we have years like this year where we have continuing resolutions, delayed budget release across the federal government, those dollars still have to get spent. The contracts still have to get obligated by the end of the fiscal year. And the mission has to continue. You know, there is significant increase of risk for you know, mission disruption. And so being able to streamline the acquisition, whether it's through regular 8A or through the super 8As to continue the work, get what the government needs when they need it as quickly as possible in a very detailed, a solution-oriented way because we walk through all those requirements. There's very low risk in doing that for the government in accomplishing their mission. Some of the benefits that 8A companies will bring to the government is they're already doing work in the federal space. So they can bring best practices from their other customers across the federal space. And it also gives us opportunities especially with the super 80s, in my opinion, to bring on partnerships when we have to have the velocity and the speed to bring big solutions to the government, to work with companies such as Verizon that are not just doing work for the federal government, but you see them all over state, local, as well as commercial industry. So now we're bringing best practices from all aspects to the government to bring them solutions quicker and helping them continue to innovate and ensure that the workmates have exactly what they're looking for to accomplish their mission. Excellent. Thanks, Heather. David, anything to add to that one? Yeah, no, that was a great answer, Matt, from Heather. And, you know, the Air Force's challenge is to keep pace with innovation, as we talked about earlier, along with driving digital transformation and common platforms and ensuring that you have an enterprise view of how your warfighter communicates and how the bases communicate. That said, the military has to go through their cyber process in order to adapt for military application to ensure these solutions are fit for purpose. And so when we team with Super 8As and other small businesses, we see the opportunity to co-create and co-innovate as it relates to solutioning and developing uh, solutions that meet and exceed uh, mission requirements. 
we think, and we have had a long history of working and collaborating with these firms to bring to market things that are fit for purpose for our DOD and military customers. So we enjoy the collaboration and the partnership. That's great. Well, I really appreciate both of you taking the time today to do this podcast interview with us. And before we sign off, any final thoughts to share? And we'll start with Heather. So I just offer, you know, to the federal customers listening, know that you have resources with extreme capability and powerful business behind them within Super 80s. Chenega is an excellent resource, and we've been doing this work for several decades. We have a lot of different capabilities and reach back into a 7,000 employee base of the skill sets necessary to accomplish these missions. And, you know, David, you hit it right on the head. So everything that we're talking about here is echoed with Major General LaRange, the NORAD J6, as well as Major General Hull, Deputy Secretary of Acquisition for the Air Force. So, you know, they're talking, stop thinking just in terms of unity of commands. We need to think of unity of effort, think at the enterprise level. So we're all going to be working together and doing it arm in arm with our government and industry partners is an excellent way to approach it. Awesome. Thanks, Heather. David, any final thoughts to share? So, so Matt, I'll try to close with saying that, you know, Verizon is very big, as mentioned earlier, on partnering and driving relationships that essentially exceed mission outcomes. And we do that through strategic relationships, whether it's large technology partners or well-positioned Super 8As who are agile, nimble, and can support the agency requirements from the inception of solutioning through contract sourcing and execution. You know, we are looking for relationships with those that have extreme domain knowledge and subject matter expertise. And so we know that it's a higher calling with respect to supporting the mission and our DOD customer base. And we continue to advocate for our 8As and small business partners to be part of that mix. So thanks for the time on this. Appreciate it. And Heather, again, thank you for your partnership and for the opportunity to continue to work together. Yeah, thank you. It's been wonderful. Awesome. This concludes this Government Technology Insider podcast titled The Future for the Air Force Depends on Agility and Resilience at the Edge, where Heather LaCroix, who is the president of Chronos Operations and the general manager for Chenega Technical Innovations, as well as David Reeves, the managing client partner, Department of Defense at Verizon, took a closer look at the tech investment strategies that will enable the Air Force to be mission ready in a new era. And Heather and David, thank you so much for your time today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you again.